Hello and thank you for joining us for another episode of Your Ghost Stories. We'd just like to say a huge thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Your support really does mean a lot to us. If you're enjoying the show, the biggest way you can support us right now to help us keep growing and making these podcasts is simply to give us a follow on Spotify or Apple or by finding us on social media at Your Ghost Stories Podcast. Coming up on this evening's podcast, we posted on Reddit to find some brand new true ghost stories you wouldn't have heard anywhere else. We've had a range of stories and we've narrowed it down to our favourite to share with you. Dim down the lights and prepare yourselves for some spooky paranormal tales told in the words of the person who had experienced it. Brace yourselves. Up first, we have three short stories from Reddit user Sancho Panza VA. When I was 12 years old, my uncle died in a car crash. My mum asked me to stay with my aunt to help her with five and seven year olds. The kids were asleep upstairs, and we were downstairs watching TV. We heard a baby crying. She had no babies. Then we heard footsteps going up the stairs. We went upstairs and my cousins were fast asleep. Second story. When I was married and we had our firstborn, we rented a house. This house had a cooled and heated six car garage. We learned the house belonged to a formal funeral homeowner who previously did his work in that six car garage. Anyway, my wife and... Anyway... My wife and our new son went for Sunday lunch. When we returned, a bathtub had filled itself up with three inches off the top. Nothing was dripping. These are two things that confirmed my belief in the afterlife and could not be explained any other way. And the third story, many years later, a lady and myself were in Tombstone, Arizona. We'd spent the day sightseeing That evening, I'd planned for some adult fun in the cemetery where many Western guys and ladies were buried. As my lady then was Native American, she had keen sense to spirits. As we drove into that cemetery, she had a very evil feeling in her chest, so clearly my plans went out the window. We drove around for a bit. I decided to try it again. Same thing. We had a motel room reserved about a mile down the road from the cemetery. While sleeping, I heard a scratching. The next morning, she asked what I was doing scratching. We thought maybe it was each other's toenails and sheets. It was obviously neither one of us. And this story is from Reddit user CompetitiveBad5295. My husband and I were in bed one night. I heard a disembodied child's voice say, Mama! The voice was close to my ear and so clear. I just lay there with eyes wide open. A few seconds later, my husband and I simultaneously rolled over to face each other and he asked me, Did you hear that? I asked him, Hear what? For validation and hoping for something other than what I had heard. I'm a scaredy cat, okay? He said, I heard a little kid say, Mama. Now he wouldn't have thought much about it had my young daughter had been home. 
but she was at her dad's an hour away. The streets were barren as it was well past midnight. We have no logical explanation as to what it was or why we heard it. Thankfully, we never heard it again, but it's worth mentioning. We used to have the worst arguments in that house over petty stuff. We moved almost a year later. Your guess is as good as mine. Next up, a story from Reddit user Willow OK5878. I'd just gotten back from my first or second deployment, 2002 or 2003, and we went camping in California with my wife and two other couples. We hiked to our not quite backwards but pretty far off the map spot on the shore of a lake with pretty heavy dark woods behind us. It was a fun way to unwind, fish and drink a little bit. That particular deployment was stressful for many reasons. The first night, I slept like the dead, nothing happened. The second night, I had a real fidgety light sleep and woke up almost hourly. I went outside alone to look at the stars because I didn't want to wake up the wife and after about 20 minutes, I would guess, I heard what could only be described as my wife's voice, but oddly distorted, clear as a bell tone, calling out my name and asking for help. I got so unnerved. Then I stuck my head into the tent to make sure she didn't somehow wander off, and she was fast asleep. I shined my brightest light into the woods towards the voice, but saw nothing. I got kind of freaked out, but went to lay back down. Then the next morning, over coffee, my best friend who was in the tent next to me said, Jim, why were you calling out my goddamn name in the woods about 3.30 this morning? Dude, that shit is not funny. I told him I was in my tent at the time, and we just kind of dropped the subject. It was just very odd to me that this happened to two of us in the same night and I couldn't really blame PTSD dreams or anything like that. The only person I told about it was my wife, and I'm not even sure she believed me. This one is from user LowerComplex388. When I was little, my mom was cleaning houses as her main income. One lady would let her take me along because it was a weekend shift, and we were too poor for childcare. One day, when we were packing up to leave, I walked by the basement door and the knob started to turn back and forth like someone was trying to open it, except this lady lived alone. I stared at it for a long time. I tried to make sense of what I was seeing. There was no open windows, no earthquakes, nothing that would explain what was happening. I told my mum I didn't want to go back because I was so scared so she made arrangements for me to stay with friends from then on, so I never had to go back there. I found out years later that her husband had died in the basement the previous year. I don't know if it was the strangest occurrence, but it was the first and the thing that convinced me ghosts were real. This story was then followed up by a similar encounter by user... I'm... Okay... <laughs> I'm a do. <laughs> I'm a do co. 
Amadoko I can't even pronounce that. <laughs> Amadoko Saduka. Amadoko Saduka. I can bounce off that. One evening, I came home with a bunch of stuff. It's a guy thing, I think, trying to carry as much as you can, even if you look ridiculous. I could barely get the key into the door. It took quite a while because it was awkward and I was stubborn. Just as I got it unlocked, the door swung open and I saw a hand and a wrist pulling the door and fading at the same time. The hand looked like it had been, and I'm getting odd feelings now, belonged to a woman and was delicate early 1900s with a lacy long sleeve shirt quite sophisticated she forgot to imagine how her hand used to look back then in the day so i saw what it might look like now spirits visit us all the time and sort of eavesdrop without really meaning to so apparently the hand's appearance is a serious matter and a little embarrassing for them but i have to say it was quite thoughtful and a bit heartwarming to know that they'd want to open the door for me that's the real reason I tell that story. This one is a late entry from user Elegant AD4219. Anyone else ever see the Snake Man, as I called him when I was little? This is a memory that floats back to the surface every now and then. It did this afternoon again while trying to take a nap on the couch. When I was little, my bedroom was actually just the mud room, really, with the washer and dryer in it. The room had a door outside, although it was locked from the inside with a deadbolt. When my mum stopped letting me share her bed, I was moved into that space. And I mean, it was cute enough. I had a new daybed, etc. It wasn't the space that was scary. It was almost every night I would wake up to the door opening on its own. I would just see a fog and a weird ambient light. And then he would stride in, observe me somewhat dispassionately, and then stride past and out of my room down the hall. I called him the Snake Man because his upper chest and head were a rearing snake. And once I became much older, I realised how ridiculous he looked. Because the rest of him was wearing like a Columbo style knee length brown jacket and he had normal arms, legs and shoes. He didn't feel or seem ridiculous though. He was terrifying and menacing. And after the door had actually been opened up during the night a couple of times in the next couple of months, which I got blamed for even though I would have had to stand on something to even reach the lock. So I decided I was sleeping on the couch in the living room instead of that bedroom and did just that for several years until my family moved out of that house. And we're going to finish up with a bit more of a light height story from Burrowed88130. I was by myself in the kitchen wearing a pair of basketball shorts. I was cooking and then all of a sudden I felt a tug as if someone tried to pants me. I know that sounds weird, but I know some of the previous tenants, one of which was a friend I worked with. He's now passed. But pantsing me would be something that he'd find hilarious and the experience made me remember him. 
This story is my most crazy sounding, I think. Well, a massive thank you to everyone that sent the story in for this podcast. We hope you listening have enjoyed these stories. We've had a blast reading all these stories on our Reddit posts. If you've got some more stories to tell us, please drop us an email at yourghoststoriespodcast at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can head over to our brand new website, yourghoststoriespodcast.com and submit your story there. We can either read it out on the show for you or you can join in as a guest to tell it yourself. Thank you for tuning in. Until next week, sleep tight.